1: Construction company, we realized that there was a demand for it because companies that were setting up actually needed um, these containers, offices, or temporary modular buildings to set up. Considering the advantages that they have, you can move them anytime you want to move, and easy to construct uh, um, in terms of reusable, you can use them on projects
2: and put into good use what could have been waste. Competition is getting tight in the construction space as the city of Takwa develops.
1: It requires a lot of effort and hard work to break through such a um, um, competition. For us, uh, there have been other bigger companies that we have actually tried to run at par with, and that is where we are looking at going.
2: It also requires much more financial investment. And so Stresta is poised to deliver on quality and timely whenever they win contracts, just so they remain in business. In 2018, Stresta Engineering received the Sustainable Business Prize at Invest in Africa's SME Excellence Awards. So how do they intend to sustain the operations with over 50 people as workforce?
3: We execute a very good job for our clients in a safe way, with that speed and with that quality. So before you realize you have had a referral
1: and a client has called you and this is one of our strengths and we we are riding on it. We are looking at executing quality job in a safe manner, cost effective and also with that productivity,
2: that speed of delivery. If there is anything the two entrepreneurs have learned, it would be that money should never be a hindrance to pursuing your dreams. And this story uh, was uh, filed sometime last year. We brought uh, it back in honor of the memory of one of the co-founders of Stresta, Michael Apia, who passed away a few weeks ago. We know Stresta will be a very big business one day. And your name, Michael, will forever be in the history books as you even dare to start this. And that's our tribute to Michael Apia, co founder of Stressed Engineering and Construction. May he soul rest in peace. Before we go, just remember that uh, the Joy Business Fund was powered by Joy Business, supported by EcoBank. The EcoBank Express Point provides a unique type of agency banking that allows you to access basic banking services at selected shops across the country and enjoy EcoBank services after banking hours, including weekends and holidays. Locate an EcoBank Express Point nearest to you at selected shell shops, pharmacies, grocery shops, ECG vendor points and mobile money merchant shops and enjoy the following services. Open an instant EcoBank Express account. Deposit and withdraw cash from your Express account, current account or savings account. Redeem me tokens. Receive international remittances from Rapid Transfer, Western Union, Ria, Vigo and Unity Links from selected Express Points. EcoBank the Pan-African Bank. Thanks for listening. Up next is the Masterclass.
4: Keep this frequency clear. 99.7 May I please have your attention for this announcement? Openi Kwaache Ashring Openi George Ado, Mr. Alfred Quino Head of Quino family, Wiabo, the II, Asafuache Atacrawe, Adumako Usu, Mr. Adasai, Mr. Victor Usu, the families of Amano Chrome Kyapem and Usu and the congregation of Akra Red Church regret to announce the death of their beloved Frederick Iwuku Asante. He died age 79. Funeral arrangements are as follows. There will be no wake keeping. Viewing takes place on Saturday, 8th, August 2020 at Transitions hatcho from 7 a.m. to 8:30 a.m. Private burial takes place on Saturday the 8th of August 2020. Thanksgiving service and the final funeral rites will be held at a later date. Widow, Mrs. Elizabeth Asante, Children, Selma Asanti Oruzio, Kwesi Ouku Asanti, Yvonne Na Okaili asante Ezekiel Tete Wayo and Maxwell Ansa. All COVID nineteen protocols will be strictly observed. End of announcement. Thank you very much for your attention.
3: The station with the, the, best, the,
4: best, the best, 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 best music. Best music. I love the music. 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 Joy music. Join ninety nine point seven FM. Keep the frequency clear.
5: A very good afternoon to you, our cherished listeners. It's always indeed super, super exciting to come your way every Wednesday with your favourite business development programme on Radio Masterclass. Masterclass is powered by Joy Business and brought to us by Goyle. Goyle, they say, good energy. Goyle, Yenara, It's a fifth day of August 2020, and indeed we're in the eighth month of the year, with only a couple of months to election and, yes, also to Christmas quick note, though, if you have not registered for this year's election, make sure that by all means you do register before that process closes. It certainly does feel good to bring you today's edition of Masterclass. Today we'll be talking about something slightly different here on the show. We've been spending some time looking at the effects of COVID-19 on our businesses as entrepreneurs in different aspects. And last week we spent time here on the show talking about some of the ways in which you could help to work to save cash to work on your cash flow. Today we'll be looking at the topic of taxation. Oftentimes the subject of tax is one that brings great agitation to the payers of tax. It also often divides opinion and is characterized by a kind of misunderstanding of the basic principles, if you like. And by its very nature, you know, it's also mandatory because it's backed by law. Is there enough information on this topic? Is the current tax regime supportive of Ghanaian businesses? Today we're going to be starting a conversation here um, on Masterclass and also through the next couple of weeks, trying to understand this thing about taxation and how it exists within the context of a Ghanaian economy. As an entrepreneur, definitely you do want to know and understand because when I interface a lot of my friends who are entrepreneurs on Facebook and even in real life, the general conversation. Yesterday, what I did is that I actually posted a couple of questions on my status preparing for the show today. And I got the same feedback. So today I have, I choose to call him your friendly tax man. I have dubbed him your friendly tax man. And uh, he'll be sharing some thoughts with us. He's a chartered accountant by profession. Yeah, he's also a chartered tax practitioner. He holds a Bachelor of a, um, a Science degree in Administration with Accounting Option from the University of Ghana. He's a partner with the tax unit of KPMG and has been practicing accounting and taxation in KPMG for the past 23 years. He provides tax consulting and advisory services to a number of multinationals and local businesses. Ladies and gentlemen, my resource person for today's show is Mr. Kofi Frimpong Corey. Kofi, welcome to the show.
3: Thank you.
5: I have chosen to call you my, my friendly tax man. <laughs> somehow, somehow, the word friendly and tax man don't go together. But by the time we finish this show, I'm sure that people are going to um, be able to ease out, you know, all the questions and all of that. By all means, if you're listening, this is Masterclass. When we get interactive will be opening the phone lines at some point. We want you to begin to ask your questions. Today, we'll just introduce the conversation slowly. We'll ease ourselves into the conversation. And so just for those of us who like to take notes, um, the topic for today's conversation is the general overview of taxation in Ghana. The general overview. We'll get into a bit more detail about, for example, some of the tax uh, reliefs that the government has put in place in this period of COVID and all of that. But today, let's ask our general questions. Don't be shy. What is taxation? This is not an accounting class, so feel free to ask all your questions. What is taxation? How does it affect me? Why must I pay? What are the different types of taxation? All of those questions, we will try and answer them here on the show. So, Kofi, coming here onto the show, I tried to find out a couple of brainy quotes, if you like, of renowned people who have... Made statements concerning tax. Right. I'm always accused that I don't get um, African people who say <laughs> things about my, my subject matter. The thing is, uh, it's difficult to find this resource. But by all means, if um, you <laughs> you know the numbers, uh, I'm not going to put them out now. But for the comment section, 0244340437. you can send us your comments ahead of us getting interactive. If you know of any Africans who have made profound statements on tax, please send them to me. I will be happy to share them. But otherwise, here is Albert Einstein and what he had to say about tax. We all know who Albert Einstein was. Um, He says that the hardest thing to understand in the world, the hardest thing, this is relative because this is what his opinion was, is income tax. This is Albert Einstein. Thomas Sowell also said inflation is the most universal tax of all. Inflation is the most universal tax of all. And then Ronald Reagan also says we contend that for a nation to try to tax itself, into prosperity is like a man standing in a bucket and trying to lift himself up by the handle these are some thoughts that have been shared by different people across the world on the subject of tax and if we go back into the good book we know about zacchaeus and all of that We've I mean, tax has never been the kind of conversation that you want to have open but today we're here we're entrepreneurs we're running a business we live in a country in a state tax is mandatory. We need to come to the place where we understand it and we're able to partner the government whichever government of the day it is to work together by fulfilling our obligation, one of which is taxation. So Kofi, ease us into the conversation if you like and then at some point we'll get interactive. Please take us away.
1: Thank you, uh, Nana. Uh, I think I'll share the ideas of of some of the people that we have quoted and of course, yes, uh, tax has not been easy. And, and as somebody also said, the only two things that are certain in this way are taxes and death. <laughs> <laughs> we know that one day all of us will go, mm-hmm. whether today or tomorrow. And of course, we also know that whatever way, whichever way that we call it, one way or another we will be paying taxes. One way or another will be paying taxes. And, and, and for me, what, what is tax? Tax, I mean, in general terms or in the ordinary man's view, is a contribution that we all make, if, if I'm permitted to say it that way we continue that we all make to, to to support the development of our country. Because the the, the the governments or the presidents or the ministers or the MPs that we have do not have resources anywhere else to support all of us. Even though as much as possible we all expect that as as a government of the day they will do certain form of development or some projects for us. It is our contributions which come in the form of taxes that enables the government to do some of these things, and and in Ghana, taxes are mandated by law. I mean, we have at eight nine six that was passed as recently as twenty fifteen. That is what, what en- ensures or what binds each and every one of us to ensure that we are paying or we pay tax. There is also the what we call the Revenue Administration Act at nine one five, which also gives a bit of guidance and understanding of what it is that we are supposed to to pay taxes. And when you're saying taxes. Like we rightly said, we also have what we call the income tax. An income tax generally is for each individual to contribute a portion of the income that you earn as tax. So whether you are a sole proprietor, whether you are a company, whether you are a, 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 an employee of a company, we are all supposed to pay a portion of our taxes. So like you rightly said, in the course of the month as we go through, we will probably have time to talk. General income taxes. You have time, generally to talk on business taxes and maybe any other indirect taxes like VAT, as other people know. But all in all, all of us are supposed to make a contribution towards the development of our nation, and that comes in the form of taxes. So each and every one of us, just the same way that we, if we get employed, we are supposed to register for our social security, which which ends has to help us to contribute towards our pension. We are also supposed to register. Pay tax, and how do we do that? We do that by gaining what we call a ten, in, in normal ten, which is a tax identification number. So, as a business, as an individual who is gainfully employed, we are all supposed to register for a tax identification number, just like we are currently doing for the ele- uh, the elections. Everybody, people are registering so that you will be able to go and vote. People are registering to get a Ghana card to show that yes, indeed, you are a Ghanaian. In the same way, for Ghanaians as well, and even non-Ghanaians. We are all supposed as, as to register for a team, which is a tax identification number. And based on that, we'll be able to contribute our portion to the national case. Then for, for income taxes, I mean, governments have their years. So for the government year, we call it a year of assessment. So I'm sure people might have been hearing year of assessment, year of assessment. What is year of assessment as far as taxes are concerned? Year of assessment, in basic or simple terms, is a calendar year. And the calendar year is January to December. So for, for governments and for individuals, our year is a calendar year and which is also called a year of assessment as far as taxes are concerned. So that for between January and December, each employee is supposed or each individual is supposed to pay taxes within that year. So either you are paid on a monthly basis or you are paying on a quarterly basis or you will pay it at the end of the year if you are an individual or a sole proprietor. But if you are a company, then also you also have the same year of assessment. However, there is a distinction between year of assessment and one other one that we also call basis period. So let's say basis period is within any year of assessment. So I've already mentioned that year of assessment is January to December. So my basis period can be July to June it falls within the year of assessment. So you end up seeing that there are some businesses that have their company year and let's say, 31st March or 31st July. So for them, their year, their basis period is from, let's say, April to March or from June to July. So that is the basis period. So you will assess based on your basis period. But as I earlier intimated, for individuals, we our business period and our year of assessment tend to reconcile or tend to match so it is the same so if you are individual your year of assessment and your business period is the same. but if you are a business, you can choose a business period that is within the year of assessment so that 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 is also also that and as I also said for we have several types of taxes that we, we pay. I remember when, when I was growing up my my grand, my grandparents used to call into we, we they used to contribute what they own that they call I or. Mean, that's property rate. So your land, you come in value and you pay a little bit for, for the community to develop. So in the same way now, there are several kind of taxes that individuals are supposed to know and supposed to pay. The basic one is income taxes. Mm-hmm. Or, and, and that's what we call individuals pay, businesses pay. For businesses, we are pay, you pay paid on your business income. For individuals, you pay on our employment income. But for individuals, if you are a sole proprietor, if you are a sole proprietor is like an, an entrepreneur who has formed your own company, that if it's a sole proprietor, then the taxes that you pay, you, you pay it as an, an individual. So after you've, you you prepare the returns for your, your sole proprietorship, whatever income that you earn, you'll be taxed on it as an individual. Then as a business, it's only when you make profit. But even when you make profit, it doesn't mean that profit will be taxed. I think that's also one clear thing that people need to clearly understand taxes are paid on what we call your chargeable income, or your accessible income. What it means is that for the taxman, you can even make loss in a particular year, and still be required to pay taxes, because your loss that you have made based on your business might be completely different from the chargeable income for which the taxman is assessing. So that is, I think sometimes people tend to misconstrue that it's only when you make profit that you pay taxes. So people even are forced to to make losses because they think that when they make the big loss, they do not pay tax. But that is completely not the issue. Chargeable income, you pay taxes on your chargeable income or your accessible income. So you can make profit a whole in a year, but based on the fact that you have tax on your chargeable income, you might even end up also not paying taxes. Similar, you can make losses in a year, and based on the fact that taxes are on chargeable income, you might end up paying taxes. So that is also one clear decision that we need to make. And then for individuals and for businesses as well, we are all supposed to register. So if you, are, if you open your business, one basic thing that people are supposed to do is to register the business or the, the, the operations of the Ghana Revenue Authority, which is the government regulator who mandated to collect taxes or command to administer taxation in the country. So all of us, as businesses, as interpreters, as sole proprietors, we are all supposed to register our businesses with the taxman get our thing and get our far with their respective taxes. What the revenue authority has done is to ensure that they to make ease of the tax administration, they've broken down the offices. So they have some for small taxpayers, they have some what they call medium taxpayers and some for what they call the light taxpayers. So and this they use threshold, your business threshold, the, the amount of revenue or income that you earn in a year. Then they put us in all in various offices. So, we are all supposed to identify where we fall into and then we are we can register and make sure that we are following up on this one so like i said earlier every person is expected to pay taxes on their charitable income so for me as i sit down here i'm paid on monthly basis so that money that that income that I end on monthly basis i'm required to pay income taxes on it that is what we call we pay low income taxes on employment income through the pay system but like i said we we'll have a whole session also on income taxes, so that we go through how and what it is. So, if you are a business that, I entrepreneur that you are listening to me, look, take advantage to register your business. Take arrangements to be with a tax office, because the tax offices also educate us on how how we should comply and other things to do our businesses. So that when you do that, then you get opportunity of the privilege of having that education, having that knowledge, and to be able to deal with your tax taxes as well. Beyond regional returns authorities as well, there are also several forms of registration. I already mentioned sole proprietorship. I have already mentioned, mentioned, mentioned limited liability companies. Businesses are also supposed to register as, as well. And then we have partnerships. There are two or more people who can form partnerships as far as the laws of Ghana are concerned. You can form partnership and register that one. And then even NGOs. There are a number of NGOs in the country that are also required to register for tax purposes. And let me also clarify that the mere fact that you register with the G.R. or the Ghana Revenue Authority does not mean that you have to pay taxes. I think that is also a, a clear a clear thing that we need to also make it for, for people. So open up, you register. But registering on its own does not mean that you have to pay tax back. Like I said, you only pay taxes when you have what you call a chargeable income or an accessible income. So I think I'll pause here if people have of any other things, but I can still go in and on depending on how you want us to take it. Okay, I'm yeah. sure
5: we have a lot, a lot of information, yeah. but I'd like for us to ease slowly because yeah, yeah. this conversation puts a lot of people on edge. So let's let's take this slowly. <laughs> if you've just tuned in, this is Masterclass Radio right and to join 99.7, and we are discussing the issue of tax and your business with your friendly taxman, Mr. Kofi Frimfong. Corey, we'll be opening the phone line shortly, but before that, we take a quick message from our sponsors. Goyle GH Link Card Going cashless has never been this convenient and exciting. Goyle's e-payment system is now compatible with the GH Link and the National Payment Platform. Now, you can use your GH Link Card on Goyle POS machines to purchase fuel. The GH Link Card offers additional payment options for fuel purchases at Goyle stations in addition to the Go Card. Every fuel purchased is recorded automatically on your monthly bank statement, helping cardholders to track and manage their expenses. So go ahead and use your GH Link card to buy fuel and all lubricants from any of Goyle's over 400 stations across Ghana. Go cashless and protect yourself and stick to all the COVID-19 protocols in these times. Goyle, they say good energy. Goyle, Yenara, Yenya. want to get interactive, we'll bring the phone line straight away. Numbers to call 0302 216. That's 302 Pick up that phone. Give us a call. Ask all the questions you want to ask. Today, we're starting the conversation. So today is Taxation 101. You can ask the simple questions today. The next week, we go we go a bit more into detail, into the peculiarities of your specific challenge as a business person and how your experience has been with a tax man. Numbers to call again, 302 one. You can also send us a comment on zero two four four three four zero four three seven. If you're driving, please do not text while you drive because we want you to arrive alive. But by all means, do pack off and send us that comment. We want to hear that comment or that question on zero two four four three four zero four three seven. So we want to start slowly. Um, you you you've spoken about tax. Okay, I think I have a caller on the line already. Well, wow. okay. Good afternoon. You're welcome to masterclass.
3: Good afternoon.
5: Yes, your name where you're calling from, please.
3: Um t- uh
5: to from Accra. This man from Accra. Yes. Talk to me this man. Yes. Uh, yes. The man is saying there are places where as a business operator, yes.
3: You may make profit uh, you may make loss, but better still be taxed or pay in, uh, income tax. Can you clarify under what circumstances cool you'll be making losses but yes still the GRE tax
5: you okay i'm not sure that's what he said but he will still clarify that point this might thank you so much for calling so he wants to and i think there's a point she made about the fact that it's on your chargeable income and not necessarily on profit yes please go ahead
1: yeah this uh, uh you are right what, what i said was that there's a difference between what uh, your your profit or your loss and then your accessible or your chargeable income uh as, as you said we'll be going in slowly but there could be instances that are certain kind of... You know, before you, you get your, your loss or your profit, you take your income and you deduct certain expenditures, expenses. Some of those expenses, in terms of taxes, are not allowed for it to be deductible. Because if you go to the Act analysis there are a clear section on the Act that spells out expenses that are wholly or necessarily incurred in generating the income. Those are the ones that the law allows to be deducted. So beyond that, if you incur any other expenses, that does not... I mean, meet these criteria, then the, the taxman will add all those ones at back, because like I said, they will not be allowed for you to deduct. So let's say you make a loss of 1,000 cities, and then the expenses that you have deducted, which, which is about 1,500, but then the taxman comes and says that, no, for this expenses that you incurred, which sums up to 1,500, they don't meet the criteria of wholly necessarily, and then incurred for generating the income, so they will not allow it. If they don't allow it, what they will do then is that they will add those expenses back. So you've made a loss of 1000 and they add those expenses of 1500 back. It brings you to a profit of, what, 500 So it means that you tax that 500 mm. So that is the reason why I said that we shouldn't think that, that just the mere fact of that we have prepared our, our financial statement or our accounts, and we have made a loss of 1000 means that we will not pay taxes. So Bismarck, that is those, some of the instances that will happen. Right. So the expenses that are now allowed when you are preparing your accounts in terms of taxes, so that, that will be the situation where sa- some of those things will happen.
5: Okay, uh, we have another caller on the line. But basically, on one of the other things I'll just add is that very quickly, when you are running your accounts, get help, get a professional accountant who understands taxation. And KPMJ is there to help. KPMJ is there to help. Good afternoon. You're welcome to Masterclass. I'm sorry for keeping you. No problem. Good afternoon. Thank you for the opportunity. Your name and where you're calling from,
3: sir. My name is Ben from Dansuman.
5: Great, Ben. Talk to me.
3: Number one, why is it that there's no rigorous education when it comes to taxation? That people don't even know what to do, how to file their taxes, among mm-hmm. others. Mm-hmm. What are they doing to ensure that education is, 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 is done so that people understand this? Right. Number two, um, some people are not uh, encouraged to pay taxes mm-hmm. simply because if the tax office officials come, you don't even have a way of identifying them. Anybody at all can just come to you, mm-hmm. issue you any Uh, 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 how do you call it, receipt Mm -hmm. Uh, tax stamp just put there can't they have any any formalized system where you know very well that you have been registered, this is your account Mm -hmm. therefore you pay tax and then it reflects right on your phone so so that you know, because the manual way of issuing certificates and issuing uh, receipts is 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 discouraging, people will not be able to do that number three, why is it that the tax officials only work um, in uh, in the daytime they close at five how about those who work in the night? The people who sell food, making uh, so much money. People mm. can make $500 a night. Mm. Uh, a month is uh, 15000 Somebody is working in the daytime, they go after them. Why don't they also go after people selling food and selling all kinds of things in the night? Number four, uh, if you register a business like I did before, and then um, you are no more operating the business, um, I mean, are there any penalties? Um, if you inform, how do you inform the tax? Um, um, uh, Officials that your business, your is, business no more, is no more uh, 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 functioning right. and are they independent of this? And,
5: and what what should one do? What, right, thank you so much, Ben. That's five questions from Ben. I've got another caller. Let me take that question and then we can we can answer this. Good afternoon, you're welcome to masterclass. I'm sorry for keeping you. Yes, your name, where you're calling from, sir? Uh, this Johnson calling from Asalanda. Brilliant, Johnson, talk to us.
3: Yes, uh, I want to know what the chargeable income is. Right. And then also, uh, what is the difference between a chargeable income and the annual returns that we file at the end of the year? Right. And then, if you don't make any profit, do you still have to uh, pay for the filing of the annual returns? Because it is demanded, and if you default, you uh you are charged mm. currently those who have defaulted are paying 400 guarantees right for not paying the previous annual return so what is the difference between the annual return and a chargeable income, the income. and what is a chargeable income
5: right thank you so much you. johnson um, mm-hmm. please keep listening we'll try and answer them. I have another caller. The questions are coming. So now you have eight questions, right? We've written them down. Yes. Let's, okay. take, let's take a few more and then, and then we'll try and answer them. Good afternoon. You're welcome to masterclass. Your name hello, is good, you from?
3: Yeah, hello. Good afternoon, Mr. Yao. Good afternoon, my brother. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. Good. 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 Talk to me. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, please, sir, uh, I would like to know when you go and register a gear for income tax. Yes. How do they calculate it? Is it based on your capital or your turnover or your income? Assuming mm-hmm. if they don't know how much you get as income, maybe mm-hmm. sometimes some of the businesses you can't even tell how much you get in a month, mm-hmm. not to talk of in a year. Mm-hmm. So how do they calculate
5: it? Right. Okay. Thank you very much. Please keep listening. We'll try and answer that. Let's see if we can go through them very quickly, very briefly, because I'm sure there are a few more questions coming up.
1: Okay. Thank you. I think I, maybe I'll start from the last. The last. Okay. Call. So just repeat uh, the uh, question, yeah, and then
5: so the person knows. The, the,
1: the, the last caller I wanted to know how you go and register the G R A how how do you determine your 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 income and, and other things uh, uh, let me say that our law allows individuals to determine their own income so we will create what we call the self-assessment kind of income so if a company you go and register on the date of registration they will not collect any taxes from you you only pay take pick your forms register and file and they'll give you a tax number however as i mentioned earlier we have our year of assessment which is January to december so if your accounting year is also January to december the law allows you t- yourself to determine your income that you expect to make for the year and this That's is captured on the form when you're filing so you will determine that maybe for 20, the year 2020, January to December 2020, I will make an income of let's say a thousand. Mm-hmm. So, based on that, then you pay your taxes.
5: So, I'm sure his follow up question will be What if I under declare? That is why you inspect.
1: If you under declare, that's why they come and do their tax audit. And then the, the law also says that on the filing, let's say if you under declare and it's beyond 10%, so, so, so there's a penalty for, penalty, for, for calling false information. So, do so, the right thing. So, do the right thing. Okay. So, you are right. The other person also wanted to know what the difference between chargeable income and then he wanted to
5: know what is chargeable income. What is chargeable income then and, and what is the difference between that and annual
1: returns, annual returns and payment payment and filing? Yes. Okay, the chargeable income, as I mentioned earlier, is 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 the amount on which each and every one of us, whether an individual or a business, is supposed to pay their taxes. So I, I said that if I am an individual, my chargeable income is my monthly salary after. All deductions that are allowed, like social security, like provident fund, like the tier tier one, tier two, tier three, are allowed to be deducted. So, if my basic salary or my gross salary is let's say 10,000 and SNET is taking off, my tier two is taking and my tier three is taking, it comes to let's say 7,000. The 7,000 becomes my chargeable income. In that case, I'll pay my taxes on that one. For a business, I mentioned earlier, you make a profit of let's say 50,000 at the end of the year. If there are no add-backs or subtractions, that profit becomes your chargeable income. But however, because of sometimes there are difference between what is allowed per tax and what is also allowed per accounting, let me do a clear thing. Uh, uh, Assuming that I'm running a business and I have, let's say, I'm a manufacturing company and I'm using a plant to, to manufacture, in accounting, I will depreciate the plant that I'm using. So there will be depreciation that will be charged in my books. But then the tax man says no. The tax will not allow you for, for, to deduct the depreciation. The tax will give you what we call capital allowance. So let's say your depreciation is 10000 So you, did, you have deducted 10000 to arrive at your 50000 The tax says no, I will not allow that 50000 So they will add by the 10000 So it goes to 60000
5: Then that's what they will now... That, that now
1: they will now give you what they call capital allowance. So if they give you capital allowance, let's say 9000 60 minus 9,000 then brings you to 51,000. So 51,000 becomes then your chargeable income. So chargeable income is the, 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 the income on which the, your tax is levied, And there are respective tax rates for business company, business uh, various uh, businesses or individuals and things. So we'll come to the tax rate as well. Currently, all businesses in Ghana pay 25% tax on their chargeable income, except hotels and other few people that, uh, that pay lower, lower rates.
5: And the
1: difference between that and annual annual return, which relates to what the earlier uh, the question that I answered came is what you file. So you file your return showing all your incomes and things, and then you now show your chargeable income at the end. Based on that, you pay your taxes. But like I said, you may when you are doing filling the forms, though so it's a, a form that you fill to show all the revenues, all the expenses that you have deducted to arrive at the chargeable income, and you file that one. If at the point where you are filing, there is no tax to be paid, you don't pay any tax. I think people also should be clear in their minds that the mere fact of filing your returns does not mean that you are going to pay tax. The instance in the position which is not determines. And then people even have a refund. People will file their returns, and then the return you show that the Ghana Revenue Authority or the government should pay them a refund, which they sometimes do pay. So for emphasis. The refund
5: is a credit you get on it's
1: your a credit in, uh, Yes, correct. The government will not put money in your hand. No. But
5: they will give you a credit on your account. No, some,
1: there are some times that you apply that they will write a check for you. Oh, really? Yeah, there are times you apply they will write a check for you. Other times too, they will say, okay, you have a credit. So you will use a credit against your future taxes. So it's, it's the same as... Which you, is what makes sense we, we, really. Yes. Because the
5: government needs liquidity Yes, towards. yes.
1: So... Okay, let's go to the other questions. I want to get in as much yes. as possible. Between. So the other person also was concerned about tax education. Yes, I, I, I must admit that Maybe we, we haven't done a lot of tax education, but I also need to commend the current administration that they are doing a, a, a bit more. I, I mean, die, and his people are yeah. doing a bit more. More need to be done, so at okay. least we accept it in good faith. Okay. Probably when we engage them, we will we'll tell them that Look, okay. people want to hear on more tax education. We will recommend probably coming to places like Joy, going on to the uh, Ghana television right. or the multimedia and co, and let people understand their responsibilities, their roles, and their mm-hmm. things in taxes.
5: He also spoke about identification sure, of officers. Ta- officers yes. Of tax officers.
1: I, I know that when they go out, sometimes some of them have ID cards. Like, you, you see, I have my... But tax is a serious business. So I think they should always be have ID cards. Yeah. I think that one, let's not belabor the point. <laughs> they if, do. If they are coming to yeah. take money yes, from I me mean on think, tax, I think they, they, they should. They should and they do. Yes. So if their people are going around, they don't. I mean, I would say that if somebody comes to you and is not able to show... That is coming from the revenue authority. You should not. You should know You see, but the thing is, this, any money at all.
5: The thing is this: you know, we we live in 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 a, in a certain society, with a certain culture. If you mistreat me because I can't identify myself, when I come back, I will be very difficult with you. And I, th- I think that's what happens. To yeah, businesses.
1: but you see, when we all do the right thing, that's what goes. I mean, it's, it's it's just advisable that you come to me. I show my identity. I'm from t- revenue authority, and then of course you can you can you can. But if you are coming to demand money from me, and I'm not too sure or comfortable of you. What are you, people can also demand is that you should show them their tax office that they are coming from. Because every officer that comes from the JRA is related to a tax office. Right. So if somebody comes to your, your, your business or something and said maybe I'm from Adabraka or I'm from Usu or I'm from Abu Bulushi. And the person does not show maybe any ID card. You can negotiate with the person, okay, fine. You give me whatever that you want to do. I'll go to that office and make, 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 the, make, 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 make that payment. And then I think that person should be able to understand. Verify. So that is also one thing that I'm saying. If people are not able to identify themselves, identify, ask them which task office, and you work there yourself, and you go and just deal with your business. You also spoke about manual, manual receiving. Yeah, I think that has always been the problem. And I think for that, I wouldn't say it's only for, for the Ghana Revenue Authority. I mean, we haven't gone to the level of digitization as we all expect to do. But I think that is also one area that the revenue authorities is looking at to see. During the COVID period, they, 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 when there was a lockdown and other things, they, they began allowing people to even do email file because maybe their online was not working as it was supposed to and So you could file your things online or through email. You could make pay to them by bank, direct bank transfer. So gradually we are getting there. So I'm sure we, we, we have time. When they get fully digitized and fully go online electronically, we will get to that position. Right. That people expect to see. What well, so was the last question? Yeah, no, there was a last question: Why they don't go for people of uh, daytime and nighttime? Yes. Uh, look, I, I think, I mean, you know, businesses operate from from five to five or from six to five pm. I think twenty
5: four hours. Twenty four hours. Depending on what you are
1: doing. Yes, but for the tax man, what, what I would say that as long as you are registered, it doesn't matter which period that you are operating. Okay. Because, I mean, if you take, go to the mining company, for instance, a, long, a number of them run 24 hours and people run shift. Some come six to five, some come over the night. So I, suppose, I
5: suppose his focus was on the ones that are not registered. And I think we'll come, we'll come yeah, to that so that in one that sessions.
1: Was, correct. So if yeah. those not registered are completely different ballgames, so they are under together, the radar. Yeah, they, they are under the radar. But as long as you are registered, whether you are operating midnight or whatever, that one they will be able to come to you whatever time for you to come got got
5: Kwame from La on social media. Kwame I think that was the last question. The no, last question. Okay, let's see,
1: business yeah. not operating. Right. the law allows that if you are, you are a business and you foresee maybe a curtailment in your activities, you write to the Revenue Authority that law right. because of ABC especially for businesses within this era where the COVID has impacted them so significantly you can write to the Ghana Revenue Authority and tell them that for this period I'm not operating because of ABC and then one thing is that there's no penalty there's no, there, there's no penalty just for going to write to them that I'm not operating all that they will do is that they will accept your letter and then put put I mean no, notice that you but then also what you need to do then is file your returns up to that point where you are not operating to show your statement of effects. Mm. And then when any time that you resume you can then also go back. So that communication that aspect is also there. Right.
5: yeah I've got Kwame from Lasigu on social media. Kwame says I'm a sole proprietor, I went to the GRA to pay my tax, I was just asked some questions and a price quotation was given me without considering my profit. I couldn't pay, so I didn't show up again. <laughs> That's quite me, bro.
1: Yes, got me, you're right. Um, as I mentioned, there, is, there are some people who are on self-assessment, especially businesses and, 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 and a lot more people. But then a lot of sole proprietors are also what we call a provisional assessment because for for, for the sole proprietors, sometimes they are not able to put their accounts and records together appropriately for the jury to look at it what the generator does is that they, they give an estimate. So Kwame might be right when they ask them for some prices. So what they will do is that if I go there and maybe I, they say I, I tell them that maybe I sell phones, because I will not be able to, based on my records, I will not be able to tell them that maybe I sell 1,000 phones and there's 1,000 CDs. I so there always be an estimate. Uh, they, so they, they will make an estimate for you. Right. And that's why it's almost important, also important that each and every one of us file our returns. And I, I mentioned earlier yeah. that we can get credit. Mm-hmm. If, let's say, they give you an estimate, of let's say ten thousand to pay mm-hmm. and you pay and at the end of the year you file your returns and it shows that you should only have paid five thousand what it then it means that you have a credit of five thousand which when you apply they either give you cash or they will tell you to use it to pay your future taxes right. So, so I mean, let's all try it is a bit difficult now but let's all try and go through the filing processes yes. and once we do that we'll get whatever money that we pay we'll, uh, to be accounted for
5: okay i've got runs from another run says please the capital allowance in ghana can it be on second-hand machinery? Number two, how are the withholding taxes determined? What falls under that umbrella? This is Rans from Anabaka.
1: Okay. Uh, yes, capital allowances are given for assets that you are using to generate your income. So whether it's second-hand or not, it's the cost that you put into it. So if you say that you bought, let's say, your car and it's a home use car and it is five fifty thousand. The only issue will be that the revenue said you want to confirm that indeed it was fifty thousand. So maybe your invoices and things that you used to buy, you you, you got when you bought it, will be shown. So it might not necessarily only be on uh, a brand new machinery or brand new items, whichever way that you get you get it, you get the capital allowances. And yes, with auditing the taxes, there are several rates, and and there are some that are final and some that we said are on account. I'm sure <laughs> maybe the as, course, as time we're time I mean currently. For services, if you provide service to anybody, the, 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 the local rebranding tax rate is 7.5%, and that is on account. If you get dividend from your business, if you are a shareholder and they pay you dividend, the rebranding tax rate is 8%. That one is final. Final meaning that if they take that 8%, you will not pay any tax again on that dividend. But if it's on account, like the 7.5%, then what it means is that you now also now have to file your returns. If you are filing your returns, then you show them that uh, look i've already paid this seven and a half percent without taxes based on what i did earlier so you use that one to net off whatever amount that you need to pay so once again i want to use figures so people can relate to if let's say you make you provide a service and they take a loading tax seven and a half percent of it and that one comes to ten thousand at the end of the year you need to file your returns if you're filing your returns and your tax your total tax come to twenty thousand what it means is that you already paid 10,000 represented by the withholding tax and you have only 10,000 left. If it means your tax comes to 8,000 and you already paid 10,000, it means that you've already overpaid your taxes because you're supposed to pay only 8,000 but withholding taxes that you have already suffered is 10,000. So once again, you have a credit of 2,000 which you can use to defray your subsequent taxes or you can apply that a refund be paid to you. So, so essentially,
5: what we're saying is that in order to be able to fully benefit from the tax system, if I can use that word, be religious about your filing, whether you are making
1: profit or or not. File your returns. Just file
5: your returns. Okay. Uh, This one is from Kobe from Accra. It says, hello, please educate me on tax on uniform or clothing allowance. Um, if you're watching us live on Facebook, you can also send your questions through. We'll try and answer them um, quickly before we go. Um, Copy from a crisis. Educate me on tax on uniform or clothing allowance. Let's let's try and answer that.
1: Okay. C- currently, le- let me clearly state that if your company gives you, let's say, cash to buy clothing, mm-hmm. the tax authorities will tax it as an allowance. So that one will be added to your income, and they will tax it.
5: Clothing allowance.
1: Clothing allowance It's taxable. Was that recent? The- no, it's always been like that. I think there was a
5: big fight about it with corporates recently.
1: No, that was with the bankers, bankers association, <laughs> because they felt that their, 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 their staff needed to, pre, to, to, be, to be presentable in certain way. So they were giving them money for suits and other things, but the revenue the authorities have ruled that the only instance where those things can be considered as not taxable are when it is branded. In that case, the, the presumption is that if you are wearing maybe a branded dry FM t-shirt, you cannot use that one to church, you cannot use that one to go anywhere else. It's only for a single purpose use, only to wear to come to work. But when the, you cannot clearly distinguish, if, if the, your office gives you a clothing allowance and you go and buy a suit, you cannot then tell anybody that the, you are going to use the suit only to go to work. <laughs> uh, so that, 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 that is where the, the challenge is. And then also those in the mining mining industry, because they are most of the cases you 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 know that mining happens in the in the in the in the villages and in the bush they are giving certain clothing to 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 go and do the mining those they are also sometimes also considered and not taxed but beyond that clothing allowances and all those ones are, are tax are taxable
5: okay if you're listening to us this is master class here on your superstation joy 99.7 and we're here having a conversation on taxation with our friendly tax man, Mr. Kofi Frimpong Corey. If you have any questions, do send them through to us on zero two four four three four zero four three seven. Otherwise, you can give us a call on zero three zero two two one six five four one. Today, we're just introducing the conversation. In the coming weeks, we'll take our time and go into a bit more detail. So, by all means, start putting your questions together. But in the in the opening conversation, we've talked about what it is yeah. and uh, the different types. So maybe just very briefly, what are the different types? I know that it's just education, really, okay. but what are the different types, in no particular order?
1: I think currently we have, the, the major ones are direct and indirect taxes. Okay. So, the, the direct taxes are usually or the, the income taxes, the business taxes, and, 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 and like maybe duties and things, because that, those ones that are direct. The indirect are the VATs and the SI stamps and things. They are indirect because we, we call it that if, if you don't consume those taxes, you don't, you, you don't, you don't pay. So, VAT, for instance, if you, you don't enjoy any service, you don't pay tax. But the direct ones, once you get your income, then in that case, you, you, you are taxed. So, if you want a clear distinction, there is just a direct tax and, and indirect taxes. taxes. And do, those two broad categories are also broken down into income taxes or employment taxes, corporate taxes, withholding taxes, dividend taxes, and all the other ones. All aspects. sorts of taxes. Sorts <laughs> of taxes. You, know, <laughs> you know, what I was going
5: kind of, kind of to ask was, really, for the individual who yes. lives in Ghana, who wants to do right
0: With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial,
5: LLC, member SIPC. Let's even use a period of time, which is like a month. Because, you see, if I earn income, and I'm just trying to do this very quickly, I pay on my income. Yeah, sure. When I walk across the road to buy a product, I pay on, on um, value added. Yeah. When I do what, I mean, inflation is also hitting me somewhere. I pay if I'm, I have a property. I'm paying for I'm paying tax everywhere I go. Is there a limitation to, you know, this tax burden for an individual? <laughs> I mean, it, it's not a technical question. It's right.
1: I, I, I wouldn't say so. I mean, you are, you're right. I, I think that's why there's a broad category between direct and indirect. For indirect, as long as you consume, you pay the taxes. And that's why most governments prefer to go that way. It's easy. So anytime that you consume a service, you pay the indirect taxes. So that is not your tax... So what it means that I mean if you take VAT for instance, you when you when you, you you consume it and you pay you you also can pass it on to another person. So so that one is something that is you, you can pass it on, pass on, pass on, pass, pass it on. But for the direct, that, that one you suffer it individually and you cannot pass that one on to anybody. So if you earn income, as long as you earn various incomes, and the income you have business income, you have investment income, you have employment income, as long as you earn various incomes. You pay taxes on all those incomes because, if, and even if you are a Ghanaian and you earn income overseas, the law requires that you pay taxes on those income that you are, you are earned overseas. If you are a foreigner and you earn income that is derived from Ghana, the law requires that you pay taxes on that income. So, <laughs> we, we will go into a bit more detail. Uh,
5: I was gonna ask for a takeout today, okay. but I think that we ran out of time. Yeah. What should we look forward to in terms of conversation next week?
1: But for next week, we'll probably be looking at the the employment income, employment, employment income. income, which is also part of the direct incomes. So. Or any other things that will come but i'm sure we'll be focusing on implementing
5: right if you've just (laughs) this has been masterclass right here on your superstition it's been exciting we have a lot of questions business taxes sorry business and i'm sure that once the questions keep coming through it will just sort of direct the conversation but this has been an exciting conversation we'll by all means continue again um here on your superstition joy 99.7 this has been masterclass my name as always, is Yabana. For up next is the news at two. We'll come your way again next week with another edition of Masterclass. Thank you for listening, and see you same time next week.